Shalom, this is Rev Yar Ben Emmett again with another exciting edition on the Torah Watchman Show podcast channel with growing subscribers literally every week. I firmly recommend uh, Anchor as your podcast tool of choice, good practice to use. It's so easy to use and it's so quick to be able to change people's mind by reporting the truth. This is what Yara Benimit is all about, is reporting the truth. Okay? So I have a very interesting political um, article that I read on uh, RS7, Israeli, Israeli News Service, one of the very best news outlets out there. Better than Jerusalem Post, uh, better than Haaretz, uh, better than many of the others. Um, I'll also like JNS too. Um, but anyway, Everyone, um, and everyone in America, and this is my target audience. Probably, I'm American, of course, and you know me. You know my profile and bio. But quickly, I am an acidic Jew living in Silver Spring, Maryland. Actually, my family is in an era, which is an Orthodox, ultra Orthodox community there. Okay, but anyway, this is my context. I am a Gulf War veteran. I'm a, have a graduate degree in education, academic level, thirty years in information technology. And I, I know how to grade things. I know how to do peer review. I know how to do deep diving research uh, for multiple sources of information before I can form an educated conclusion based on the full array and body of evidence. So everyone in, in, in the United States that may be hearing this podcast, I hope you go out and your friends and neighbors and spread uh, my, my, uh, my website, my information to everyone you know. We're going through a very controversial, uh, uh, almost scandalous uh, election cycle ourselves compared to our counterparts as Jews in Israel. Now, what am I talking about? Well, a Congress may slip. The House would definitely go over to the GOP for full control. The Senate may even flip to the GOP, too. That's not happened in a very long time. States are traditionally blue and vote for Democratic governors and mayors for decades or now might even be purple and may even flip, to, um, flip over to red for, you know, color coding uh, to the GOP control as far as governorship. Think about New York. Impossible? Well, you, you know, uh, it's not done until you see it happening. But November 8th is our election, okay? And some of these are very tight. And, and they could go on for several days. The same thing happening in Israel. It's almost a coincidence, right? Uh, the divine providence, when you see a coincidence, two totally different, diverse things in the world happening within a week of each other, you know that God has a hand in it, okay? Now, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to get into politics overtly, um, you know, um, right, right and wrong, uh, good and evil, uh, Democrat, independent, Republican, indifferent, or whatever. I'm not going to get into all of that. But well, I just want to state here that you have a very diverse group of views that are polar opposite in the United States as well in Israel. Now, there's no Republican Party in Israel. There's no Democratic Party in Israel. But there's definitely, definitely, you have secular majorities there. You have the Arab, in their own opinion, against the Jews. Uh, they are... Many of them are, are, are rampant anti-Semites. I don't know why they've been allowed to participate in the electoral process, which is the Knesset there. And then you have, of course, you have very liberal, liberal and uh, wacko activist people 
like uh, Benny Gantz with a, a blue and white party, for instance, you can equivocate them with extremist uh, views like Joe Biden and, and um, um, Barack Hussein Obama as well. So you have, you have uh, yin and yang here. You have some basis of comparison. You have extreme left opinion. You have extreme right opinion. You have the middle of the ground. You have left to center, right to center, and so on. It's, you know, people, people are just people at the end of the day, right? Whether you're a Jew or Gentile. But what I'm talking about tonight is about the recent um, election uh, cycle in Israel and it's groundbreaking. It really, I, I have not seen anything uh, like this in Israel uh, since I remember watching the news in Israel. It is groundbreaking. And um, uh, kudos to all the Orthodox young people who have recently moved to Israel, Aliyah, from various parts in the world, um, about a thousand, uh, and with their Orthodox and yet Zionist opinion, uh, not all uh, uh, Zionists are actually observant Torah-centered Jews. I mean, they, they can say we're Zionists like Theodore Herzl, um, but they don't want anything to do with Torah-centered people or the so-called extreme white wing. You hear in American politics, if you're conservative, voted for Donald J. Trump for president or su still uh, support the people he endorses for various uh, political offices um, as a uh, ultra-maga or an extremist, too. Uh, even to a point of uh, having terrorist kind of characteristics and a threat to the homeland, like the so-called January 6th ins and insurrection in, in 2021 that never really was an insurrection. So um, what do American Jews think about what's happening in Israel? Well, first of all, I'll wrap up what actually happened in Israel. Again, I have not seen this before. You Here you have Benjamin Netanyahu, who has been the longest standing prime minister in history in Israel. Because he's essentially a political genius. He's had some scandals of his own, him and his wife. But most of those things were um, no-nothing no burgers, you know. They were just really nothing to think about that no one would even prosecute criminally uh, in any other world. But you had liberals that were attacking him because of the conservative views in the world. In other words, um, uh, liberals think of him as a war warmonger. They think of him as a neocon. They think about him um, uh, putting uh, Jews first um, versus Arab terrorists, uh, like, like Palestinians there, as, as something like a racist or a fascist. I mean, I've heard these comments. But it looks like Benjamin Netanyahu, who only has to win, I think, 61 coalition seats, I think he's going to win uh, up to 20, 65 or more, when all the votes account. Most, 90% or, or more, uh, as, of, as of today, have been counted in the votes. And it's uh, November the 3rd, 2022. Um, so more than likely, uh, President uh, Herzog, uh, will, which is an ultra-liberal who loves Joe Biden, by the way, very, very liberal person, he, uh, by, by the law of the land in Israel uh, and how their archaic uh, par parliamentary system based on the UK, uh, <laughs> I don't know, 70-something years ago, but anyway, uh, he, uh, he will appoint the uh, prime minister for the individual who represents the coalition with the most seats. Now, what we're seeing here, is, uh, you, you may not know these names, I'll call them out. Uh, Atama, um, 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 Yamina Party, uh, the Yamina Party, which has supported uh, uh, Natalie Bennett before. This is actually a very good party, very stable. Uh, they are not radicals per se. They're very conservative, very observant. Uh, but the right wing, uh, so-called Torah center groups, 
Uh, all of these uh, are comprised by, uh, by Haredi and Hasidic Jews that actually uh, have sons and daughters that serve in the IDF. Uh, don't compare them to the Satmars that, that would rather kiss the grave of uh, Yasser, Yasser Arafat than go to the uh, grave and memorial for Rakhal, you know, um, uh, in Bethlehem, which is incidentally an anniversary of her York site or her memorial of her death, according to Jewish tradition. But anyway, what are American Jews are saying about this? Predominantly American Jews, as for a demographic, are predominantly Democrat. They have been Democrat for decades. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know really why. I know that the thread of social justice is is firmly ingrained and anchored in the minds of these liberals, and I refer to them as liberal tards. In fact, I would like to publicly apologize uh, to uh, my Christian friends and Muslims and and people of no religious affiliation whatsoever, uh, non-Jews. And, and Jews alike, or Orthodox Jews that I know, um, which are, you know, the minority, um, I would just like to apologize for these liberal, liberal confusing people uh, that don't have the real love for Zionist Israel as they should. And even Donald J. Trump it took a lot of flack by simply pointing out the obvious, that they do not appreciate a president, Donald J. Trump, who actually recognized the world as round and not flat by moving our embassy from Tel Aviv which is never the capital of Israel, to Jerusalem, our eternal capital. May we all say, oh, mine. But um, I'm going to read to you shortly uh, an article here. Um, as you know, that Jews, uh, even though they may have joint Israeli um, 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 citizenship, uh, or um, in American citizenship, they reside predominantly in the United States, and they have uh, some ties to Israel, um, they, uh, Israel, for obvious reasons, does not allow absentee ballots for these people. And many of these people that complain are liberals, and they complain about anything. I mean, uh, they go in here and they say, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry thinking about these right-wing extremists that are running the show in Israel. Um, uh, I heard a previous uh, retired prime minister, Olbert, Olbert? Omer, I believe his name, um, correct me if I'm wrong, um, uh, saying essentially that he tried everything to give Judea and Samaria to the Arabs that they wouldn't take it and make uh, Jerusalem the international capital of the Arab nation. I mean, you have Jews thinking this way, and you think it's totally insane because it is. This is an abomination before God. I don't know that what these people conceive or define Hashem as, as being some sort of adaptive entity that flows and evolves with a, with a mindset of, of our political and philosophical evolution as human beings instead of an absolute black and white truth. But, you know, um, yeah, actually I was reading this article here um, that the election results could present practical challenges Will local Jews choose to donate support at a country where leadership is abhorrent to them? Uh, it's one thing to organize trips to Israel to demonstrate support when the country's enemies are antagonizing it. Um, what, about, um, what about the impetus for violence that comes from Jews? Now, you have Jews saying violence coming from Jews. In other words, retaliating against Islamic terrorists, which were Palestinians, that go out and create thievery murder, rape, molestation of Jewish civilians. 
you know about the thousands of rockets that Hamas has, has launched, at least every other year, from Gaza. The mm -hmm. terrorist enclave that we gave over to these anti-Semites in 2005. So, yeah, these people are peace now. They're affiliated with peace now. In other words, they, they, won't, um, they won't, essentially, the Jews have a second voice, play second fiddle to the Palestinians. They believe that the Arabs have been there longer than the Jews. They believe all the Arab propaganda that, that, the, that the Palestinians have more rights to the land or equal rights to the land than the Jews. And, you know, we had a recent parish about Abraham and Sarah coming out of Mesopotamia, and God said, uh, said there, very black and white, that the, I'm giving you the land aid for all of Canaan. You know, your people, your children, will inhabit this land. You know, um, even, even in the Quran, Holy Quran, um, you know, Muhammad commented um, in his writings, even in some of the commentary, that the land of Israel belongs to Jews, at least at this time. So uh, it's very embarrassing when I when I read this. Um, um, someone uh, said that they were referring to the complicated and volatile post-election process to form the government. The candidate who wins a majority of the seats in Israel's parliament, 61 or more, could almost certainly be given the green light to form a government a coalition, and this could have this would have 45 days to do so, which is a limit. If Netanyahu meets that threshold which they hate, by the way, and the votes are counted. The 45-day window is when the handshake deal with the Ben-Gurov uh, would formalize Ben-Gurov's role on the new government or become the, the uh, newest addition to a long history of alliance promises when Netanyahu has reneged upon um, when, when better political options present themselves. And, you know, they're right and wrong here. I mean, I don't like B.B. in some ways in the past simply because he has reneged on his political promises. For instance, the annexation of Chi, Chi, um, chief um, uh, partials of real estate land in Judea and Samaria. Just annex this land. Um, annex these areas that were won lawfully in 1967. But he has, he said, he has been threatened by the king of Jordan, uh, does not bow his knee to the king of the universe, Malak al-Kalam, and, and essentially uh, this goes back to the status quo that we back down because we don't want to do anything to um, break down the status quo while the Arabs, left and right, tear apart the status quo agreement, which is not even a law passed from Knesset, okay? Another desired outcome is a continued stalemate in which no candidate gets a mandate. Well, this is not going to happen. This is their opinions leading up to the election uh, probably several days ago. The longer he's in charge, the more people will believe that, that he can be, be in charge. And, and uh, one leader of an American Jewish organization spoke on a condition anomaly. So there's a lot of concerns. And even APAC has gone very, very far to the left. I don't support them monetarily anymore. Um, but these discussions are very real, and should, we should take them very seriously, because, you know, uh, these judgments against other Jews are forbidden the Torah, for instance. Um, it's actually, yes, we can be anti-Semitic against one another in our own clan, um, but you, when you like politics to be more important than the land of Israel, than Zionism, 
then uh, that naturalistic spirit, the Rabbi Kahan, uh, lived his entire life and sacrificed his life uh, for. And the Kahan group is growing uh, phenomenally in Israel, and I'm very thankful for that. Um, uh, the young young people uh, are so responsible there. Uh, they, they can have the Torah in one hand, and then on the other hand, they can have uh, an M16 rifle and serving the IDF to protect and defend the Jews uh, within Israel. This is a lone article. Um, I'm going to wrap it up here. Uh, but essentially said um, that um, um, they're not confident of what the outcome will be. They're afraid that Benjamin Netanyahu is in charge again. They're afraid that he has a large coalition bloc that's conservative and right-wing and Torah-centered. They're concerned about these kind of Jews that are not ashamed to wear the yarmulke in, in a political meeting or on TV. You know, uh, yeah, Bibi could wear his yarmulke much more often. Um, you know, uh, uh, Natalie Bennett in the past uh, prided himself and dabbing a tefillin, wrapping the boxes around his arm and his head and wearing a yarmulke. But at the, at the same time, he was just like John McCain uh, uh, in our country, uh, just a maverick and someone who was the center of the road and, and broke every single promise to the conservatives that put him into power. Well, um, I'm wrapping this up again. I appreciate your time and attention to this. Um, again, the only reason I am presenting this this podcast at this time is because of the divine coincidence of dual elections in which there is going to be a radical, historic, landscape-level overturns in the political system, both in America and Israel. And I plan on going to Israel and moving there and retiring there with my daughter and dancing at her wedding one day. May we all say, oh my. Uh, I, want, I want you to pray for the new government of Israel, whether you believe it or not. Pray for the Jewish nation of Israel to prosper. Pray that our enemies will not prosper. Listen, there's a lot of things happening in the world today. You know about the war in Ukraine with the Russian Federation. You know what the saber rattling about nuclear weapons. Um, you know, in between North Korea and South Korea, uh, you know, there was alert in Japan for civilians taking cover, afraid of missiles fired from North Korea. All of this and Israel threatened to, I'm sorry, and Iran threatened to attack the government, uh, the monarchy in Saudi Arabia, you know, and also with the Houthi rebels who are supported by, by Iran, who commit acts of terrorism. Uh, against civilians in Saudi Arabia and even oil rigs and air and, and uh, oil cargo vessels as well and oil rigs. So you have all these things going on. You have the Taliban in control of Afghanistan. You have the economic downturn of the world where they're predicting up to 10,000 people could starve to death, believe it or not, in Great Britain this winter if we have a very cold winter. Um, you know, there's no diesel. And when there's no diesel, that would shut down our product line. I would shut down our trains. And we shut, shut down our ships and our 18-wheelers and our rigs and everything else. Uh, try to fight a war. Try to, to navigate uh, aircraft carriers and battle fleet, the U.S. Navy, across the seas to rescue ta um, Taiwan from being attacked from China when you run out of diesel. So anyway, it's a bad set of um, outcomes here. But, you know, God is sovereign. He's on his throne. Put your faith and trust in God. If you doubt anything in your salvation or in your life, any hope, you feel like you're hopeless life, you're tired of the church, you're tired of religion in general, you're tired even of your Orthodox rabbi, just fall back on Ezekiel chapter 43, verses 20 through 23, and know that that's the salvation plan for both Jew and Gentile. Listen, 
God bless you. Be good to your fellow neighbor. Do not harbor any anger uh, against other people. Try to understand where they come from. Even liberal opinion, if you're a conservative, if you're a Trump supporter in America, or if you're a supporter of BB, or you're a supporter for um, uh, uh, you know, more liberal um, Benny Gantz, or whoever you support, try to understand both sides of the table so you can have an honest debate and maybe reach some sort of shared commitment uh, uh, something in common values between you so you can grow instead of fighting continually. Unfortunately, in America, uh, it is so polarized, it's more polarized than it was during the Obama administration, and it's hurting women and children in the process. Well, um, again, um, this is Rev. Yarvin Emmett signing out. Please share the knowledge and wealth and truth for everyone you will know and everyone that's willing to hear it. Be a witness of the Torah so they so you can attract these these resistant opinions to your point of view. And, and please understand I'm a lighthouse on a hill. I don't get money in the bank for doing these podcasts. Not really. And uh, I, I will do not benefit by telling you a lie or exaggerating the truth. Actually, I've been recently censored and locked and blocked down in Facebook or made up today. I filed complaints uh, against them with my senators in my state of Maryland and also filed a complaint with the Better Business Bureau in the United States about this, about censorship, discrimination, and, disc- um, and anti-Semitism as well. So, you know, these things are happening, but God is on his throne and he deserves all of our glory. Blessed be his sweet and beautiful name. And we all say, all mine.